this blog and all other future works and future podcasts are dedicated to the memory of my best friend and brother who always believed in me and never stopped encouraging me to develop my God-given skills in helping people help themselves, just like he and I always helped each other. I love you always, my brother. Rest in peace. Michael Mikey Ortiz, born April 7th, 1974, died January 8th, 2021. Hello, my name is Luis, and I welcome you to my podcast, The Peace Program, the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. In this podcast, I will be talking about everything energy, from the law of attraction to biblical teachings to spiritual enlightenment to numerology. I will also be talking about a very powerful and important practice of forgiveness, repentance, and transformation called Ho'oponopono. Which, by the way, I use in my personal life on an everyday basis. In these uncertain times we're living in, we all need some guidance, inspiration, and uplifting. But most of all, we need healing. We need to know that love and peace are still alive and still reign supreme in this universe. And on this podcast, we will all learn how to have them both in our lives. So we can all learn to live in peace and in harmony once again. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Luis, the Prophet of Peace. I am the I. I come forth from the void into light. I am the breath that nurtures life. I am that emptiness, that hollowness beyond all consciousness. The I, the it, the all. I draw my bold rainbows across the waters. The continuum of minds with matters. I am the incoming and outgoing of breath. The invisible, untouchable breeze. The undefinable atom of creation. I am the I. And good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening again. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I'm saying evening because it is the evening for me. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Anyway, welcome to the Peace Program, the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the second season of the podcast, the first episode of the second season. Welcome, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me again. I am your host, Luis Angel. Thank you once again for joining me on the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you, the peace program. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, uh, I welcome you to my podcast and thank you all for listening to me. This time uh, in season two, I have decided to do something different. This time I'm going to go full-blown into my YouTube channel. So I'm not, only, not only am I making a podcast... Not only am I, uh, am I creating a podcast, but I'm also creating a YouTube channel, or a video rather. 
to uh, all the YouTube people out there in YouTube land that want to see me and, and, and want to know more about the Peace Program. So, thank you very much for you guys tuning in and watching me on YouTube. And thank you again uh, here on the podcast for listening to me. I am your host once again, Luis the Prophet of Peace. Or Luis Angel. <laughs> Luis Angel. <laughs> he, he, thank you very much. I used to call myself that before, but not anymore. I decided to change it up a little bit. In this season, season two of the Peace Program, uh, we're going to change it up a little but as I mentioned, I'm going to use uh, the power of YouTube. But not only that, I'm going to change the format up a little bit. Whereas uh, last season, we talked about me and uh, 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 my introduction into, as to how I uh, became uh, what I became and, and, and how I went from where I was at before to where I am now. That's what we talked about in season one. In season two, I'm going to talk. We're going to talk about uh, how I did it to get from there to here. So this is going to be a very exciting season, and I hope everybody uh, stays tuned because I'm going to bring more exciting things to the channel and to the program. Uh, once again, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I am Luis Angel. I am an energy healer. I'm also a numerologist. I'm also a recently certified counselor. Uh, I also have uh, recent certifications in other esoteric forms of teaching, such as law of attraction. I have a, uh, uh, a certification in something called Ho'oponopono. And uh, that's exactly what I'm going to talk about in Season 2. I'm going to talk about how the power of uh, forgiveness, redemption, forgiveness, redemption, and transformation becomes uh, repentance. I'm sorry. Uh, forgiveness, repentance, and transformation becomes redemption and salvation for the soul and for the inner child. That's a teaching for the inner child. Ho'oponopono is basically that. That is uh, an ancient Hawaiian process of uh, forgiveness, repentance, and transformation. Uh, ancient Hawaiians used to use that uh, to basically console themselves within the families. If there was any issues within the families, uh, they would use that process to basically clear all the energies out of the uh, equation. And... Uh, and basically make things right because that's exactly what ho'oponopono means. It's Hawaiian. Uh, it's a Hawaiian word that means to make right or to correct an error. Basically, that's what it means. So anyway, we're gonna talk about that in season one, in season two, and we're gonna talk about, of course, numerology. <laughs> I'm also a numerologist, uh, so we're also gonna do numerology Wednesdays, like always, uh, like we were doing in season one. So thank you very much for joining me once again uh, today. Before uh, before I continue, um, I'd like to make a small correction. I I basically hate it when I uh, I I don't like it when I uh, make mistakes when I when I make little errors in myself I don't like it so I'd like to correct myself and redeem myself by making this correction here today and uh, in my last episode of the peace program in one of the episodes I talked about um, I talked about uh, the process of forgiveness repentance transformation through the power of uh, and salvation of Jesus Christ now uh, what I talked about was the fact that these uh, this basic power of salvation comes about on the uh, crucifixion of Jesus Christ when he was crucified on the cross with 
two thieves, two other people. He was crucified with two other thieves on the cross. Now, the Bible calls them thieves. Now, the Bible doesn't make any mention of as to what they did to become thieves or what they did to get on the cross there with Jesus, but they were there, the point. The point is they were there. Anyway, I was making references to uh, uh, the book of Matthew and the book of Mark. Uh, I'd like to make a small correction. Actually, the story is more in detail in the book of Luke. Now, all these three, all these four Gospels... The Gospel of Luke, the Gospel of Mark, the Gospel of John, and the Gospel of Matthew talk about the uh, crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But what they don't talk about, all of them, is these two men that I was talking about. Only the book of uh, Luke makes mention of these two uh, gentlemen, of these two robbers, actually, gentlemen. No, they're not. They weren't gentlemen. They were robbers. Anyway, uh, the book mentions these two robbers. In uh, the book of Luke, that's the only mention. I mean, they they do mention them. The book of Mark and Matthew and John also mentions the two robbers, but they don't go into detail like the book of Luke does. For some reason, the book of Luke is has a little bit more information as to how things went about in the life of Jesus versus the other books, uh, the other gospels. Uh, for example, in the Gospel of Luke, you'll also find the more the the story of. Uh, uh, of uh, John the Baptist in more detail in the book in the book of Luke it says basically that uh, John the Baptist was born to a, a, a mother um, uh, he, her name was uh, Elizabeth and his father or the father that was supposed to be his father uh, was uh, his name was Zachariah and now uh, both the angel of the Lord also came to them too. The, the angel of the Lord not only came to Joseph and Mary, the angel of the Lord also came to Zechariah and Elizabeth and told them that they were going to have a son. And their name, his name was going to be John. Uh, of course, growing up to be John the Baptist. But, and, and also the angel of the Lord came to Joseph and Mary and basically said to Joseph that he was going to, they were going to have a baby named Jesus. The difference here was that jo, uh, Joseph believed the angel of the Lord when he said that. Zechariah, John's father, did not believe him. So what the angel of the Lord did, he pretty much shut his mouth up. He shut his mouth up throughout the whole time Joseph was being uh, was was growing in the womb of his mother, Elizabeth. So throughout that whole time, that whole nine months, that uh, uh, Joseph uh, um, John the Baptist was being uh, uh, was growing inside the mother's womb, uh, Zachariah couldn't talk. So that story there. Uh, comes out in the book of Luke, but it doesn't come out in the, in the other Gospels for, for some reason. So, I think in more depth, and more detail, the, the book of Luke has a story, and it also has a story of the, uh, the two thieves that came out with Jesus, which I was relaying in my last episode of the Peace Program. Uh, anyway, um, as soon as Joseph, as soon as John the Baptist is born, his father, Zacharias, uh, is able to talk. The angel of the Lord releases his mouth and he's able to talk right there, just like that. But it was all done because of unbelief, because of his unbelief. And that's uh, 
pretty much what it comes down to, ladies and gentlemen. Belief. And that's what I was uh, uh, basically um, relaying in my last episode when I was talking about uh, uh, forgiveness and re- uh, repentance and, and uh, transformation. It all comes down to belief. All of it. It basically comes down to what you believe and what you think and what you feel is true within you. So, uh, I just wanted to make that correct, uh, quick correction there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for your patience. I, I hope uh, everybody's uh, uh, doing well tonight and being blessed. Uh, today on the Peace Program, on the first episode again, again, let me tell you, the first episode of uh, Season 2, I'm actually kind of excited about this one. Uh, on this first episode, I'm going to talk about a story. I'm going to tell you all a story. A story of a doctor who actually healed with love. In the early 80s in Hawaii, uh, when I was talking about Hawaii, uh, which is what I'm about to go, I'm, uh, I'm about to dive in. But uh, little by little, I'm, on, I'm diving into the story of uh, what is the, what I call, what we call the process of forgiveness, repentance, and transformation, which is called Ho'oponopono. Now, uh, with this story goes in line that process. Uh, in the eighties, there was a, a, a there's a a doctor, a psychologist who lived in Hawaii. Uh, this psychologist uh, was basically hired in a mental ward or a mental institution uh, where they had uh, the criminally insane. They had the robbers and thieves and, and rapists and all people people that did all kinds of atrocities that committed all types types of atrocities that were clinically insane. So they were all there in this uh, psychiatric ward. So anyway, um, this psychiatric ward, according to what the story goes, this psychiatric ward was so scary. Was so um, it, it was just so. Um, so heinous to be there. People didn't want to be there. The workers. The turnaround rate of this place was uh, tremendous. Um, psychiatrists would go there. Nurses would go there. And they would leave. They would leave. Um, they wouldn't even last a week there. Because uh, it was just so horrible. Uh, it, it, the place was so horrible. That people had to walk uh, on their sides. Or like with, the back, with their backs against the walls. Because these uh, inmates were going to grab them or something. So, uh, and it was so, the energy there also, the energy of the place was so, uh, uh, so wretched and so dark that not even the, uh, not not even the paint on the walls would stick. They literally, to also talk about how they would send maintenance workers to paint the walls on this uh, ward. And literally, like within, within weeks, the, the paint would literally chip off of the, the, uh, of the wall. Excuse me, I dropped my mic there. <laughs> of the wall, they would literally chip up. The paint would literally chip off the walls. So, anyway, uh, they they were looking for someone, uh, a psychiatrist, to go and work there. And this psychiatrist uh, that I'm that I'm about to talk to you guys about actually went there and worked there, but he had his own method of a. Uh, uh, of working with uh, patients, this doctor, uh, one of his stipulations uh, at that workplace, I mean, was for him to just be there and let 
for them to let him do his brand of uh, uh, work, his own. Uh, in other words, let him do what he's doing, and and just leave him alone, basically. Just because uh, he wanted, he he wasn't the typical doctor to go in there and look at patients and do psychiatric tests and this and that or whatever. He just wanted to go in there and do his own brand of uh, work. So the, uh, doc, the the administrators there at the hospital were so desperate to have a doctor there or a psychiatrist there on the scene that they said, okay, whatever, you just do what you want, do, do what you need to do as long as you're here working. So this man would go in there and he literally would not see patients at all, literally. He literally would not see the patients. He would go in and he would go in his office and he'd stay in his office and he'd be in his office for about an hour or two. And then he would come out and go to lunch and then he'd do his thing again. He'd, he'd, uh, he'd actually socialize with the co-workers and everything. And, 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 and it went on like that. It went on like that for weeks. And then it went on like that for months. As time went by... The people there started noticing changes in the air, changes in the energy, changes in the atmosphere of the hospital, of that, of, of that place. The, the, even the people there, the patients, the patients miraculously started, they miraculously started getting better. And they didn't know how it was happening. They didn't know what was happening. So they basically attributed to the whole thing. Uh, to this doctor They basically said well I mean This has been going on for years and years and years And now this doctor comes in And all of a sudden everything gets well Everything is getting better Everything is getting clearer Everything is getting brighter This must be this doctor they said So yeah And they basically talked to this doctor And socialized with him And sooner and later Even the patients themselves would socialize with the doctors and and talk and they would uh, Whereas before they they weren't even allowed to go outside Their privileges were being enhanced They were able to go outside and play tennis and do all kinds of recreational activities Um, And it was like they were it was like they were getting well. They were getting better or something. And sooner or later, they started, they started releasing patients. They started releasing. Little by little, they started releasing patients. And this doctor, according to the story, was there for a total of three years. So within that three years uh, time span, they literally started letting all the patients go from that hospital. And they started releasing them and, uh, to other locations. Because they were getting better. And nobody understood why. Nobody understood why. So they finally come to this doctor. And they talk to him. And, they, and, and the only thing he tells them is. He, he tells them um, is I was cleaning. I was just cleaning. He said. Uh, they, they asked him. This is so remarkable. This is what, what is it that you do? You never even saw the patients face to face or anything. What were you doing? Or what is it that what was happening and he was saying that he was basically he told them that once again he was cleaning he was cleaning the part in himself that he shared with them in other words he was cleaning his conscious his subconscious mind his his uh, inner child if you will he was cleansing that and 
and the doctors and and all the staff there were having it they were finding it hard to believe this like what what what, what do you mean what do you mean cleaning what are you doing what what, what is that what what is that and he says according to him he says that every time he would walk into the hospital or into his office he would look at the files of every uh of every patient and he would basically feel within himself what he read about the patients whether he was reading cases of uh, rape or he was reading cases of uh, uh, of murder or whatever he felt inside himself whatever he felt when he read the uh, the files of these patients he was basically cleaning on himself and that's basically what he told him. He said he would always just tell him, I'm not doing anything special. I'm just cleaning the part of me that I shared with them. And that's all I did. That's all I was doing. And miraculously, that was working. And he was doing that through the process of the, uh, of the power that I just mentioned right now called Ho'oponopono. This is the process, once again, of forgiveness, repentance, and transformation. Which, of course, I was talking about in, C in the last season of the Peace Program when I was talking about Jesus and the two thieves. Forgiveness, repentance, and transformation. That's where it all starts. That's where it all begins. In us. In me. Peace begins and ends in me. And that's exactly what this doctor was doing. He was cleaning the part in himself that he shared with them when he was looking at the files. Whether he felt disgusted. Whether he felt uh, scared. Or whether he felt nervous. Anything he felt when he was looking at the files of these patients. He would basically clean on. Now, you've heard this word for a couple of times that I've said it now, clean. Cleaning is the process of, uh, uh, used, or the process used in Ho'oponopono, it's called cleaning. And basically what you do is you're saying to yourself four phrases in your mind. Or in, uh, outside if you want, if you feel like saying them. I mean, you're basically saying four phrases to yourself. And you're talking to yourself. You're talking to your three parts of yourself. You're talking to your subconscious. You're talking to your conscious mind. And you're talking to your super conscious mind. And then once you, you, uh, you're, you basically understand what it is you're communicating to your, to your subconscious mind. Your aka inner child. Then that's where the process of transformation comes in. And that's where God comes in. See, so this is a very powerful tool, Ho'oponopono. I discovered it back, uh, back in uh, 2016, by the way. I discovered this uh, process of Ho'oponopono. Uh, so this is exactly what I'm talking about right now. And I'll be talking about this throughout the whole season two episode. And throughout the whole seasons, uh, uh, more during more episodes, I'll be showing you guys how to do that. How to clean yourselves. How to clean and clear for yourselves. And and by yourselves. And I mean this actually works ladies and gentlemen. I, I did it. I've been doing it for since I discovered it back in 2016. I've been doing it. Now in, in the next uh, in the next episode of the Peace Program. I'll be telling you how this doctor did it. Suffice it to say that those three processes were involved. Of repentance, forgiveness, and transformation, which 
by the way, once again, let me state, are located in the Bible in Luke, in the book of Luke. Uh, now that I re- I corrected that myself, I made a I corrected myself rather. Um, those that process is also in Jesus uh, with the two thieves. The process of forgiveness, repentance, transformation. Once again, uh, let me reiterate the story right quick. Uh, the two thieves that I'm talking about were in the story of Mark, uh, the story of uh, Luke, Mark, and Matthew, and John. Uh, as I mentioned, also mentions these two thieves, these two robbers, but they don't mention them in detail like the book of Luke does. Anyway, in the book of Luke, the Bible says that these two men were with Jesus on the cross. So Jesus was not the only one on the cross, by the way. Uh, For those of you who are just tuning in to the Peace Program or watching me on YouTube, Jesus was not the only one on the cross. There was two other thieves, and the Bible says that they were thieves. Now, it doesn't elaborate as to what they did to get there, to become uh, the victims of cru- uh, crucifixion the way Jesus did. They, it doesn't describe what they did in detail or anything like that. It just says that they're robbers. They're just thieves. I mean, who knows? For all we know, they might have been raising hell all their life. And they just uh, committed one act, too many, and they got themselves caught up, and they got the they they had to be crucified. So anyway, these two thieves have heard of Jesus. They they already heard of him because Jesus was going around doing what he was doing, and everybody's hearing about him. Everybody's paying attention to him. So these two thieves already knew of him. So when they're there with him on the cross, one of them on his left side, on Jesus' left side, says to him, if you're really the son of God, use your power to get us down from here. If you're really the son of God, like you've been telling everybody else, why don't you use the power to get us down from here? And then the other one on the right side tells the guy, tells the man on the left side. He tells him, he's basically telling him, and I'm rephrasing here. Um, you you guys are more welcome, more than welcome to to uh, look at the book of Luke uh, in the Bible to read the story on yourself on your own. Uh, I'm basically rephrasing once again, and he's selling him. Uh, the man on the right is telling the man on the left, "What's wrong with you, man? I mean, don't you understand that we deserve to be here? We did what we did to be here. We belong here. We belong here because we are responsible for this. We did this." We deserve to be here. Jesus, this man, didn't do anything to be here. He didn't do anything. But he's here with us. So the man on the right basically turns to Jesus and says, Lord, remember me when you get to your kingdom. And Jesus, seeing the compassion and the forgiveness and the repentance as the man was feeling, looks at him and says, today you will be with me in paradise. That's powerful. Powerful. I mean, one act, one conversation with Jesus just basically catapults this man from where he was to where he's going now. Just one conversation with Jesus. As soon as I read that, I thought, wow, salvation is easy. It is easy to become saved through the power of Jesus Christ. It is easy. We're the ones that make it hard. We're the ones that basically make it hard. We don't need to make it a hoard. 
It's just like that. The way these two thieves interacted with Jesus was exactly the way we interact within our own. When we look for forgiveness, repentance, and transformation. See, the, the, the thief on the right repented. And when he repented, Jesus saw his repentance. He felt his repentance. So he asked him for forgiveness. And Jesus forgave him. And then what happened? The transformation. The transformation in what form? In the conversation in Jesus Christ. When he tells him, today you will be with me in paradise. That's powerful. That one conversation alone catapulted that man. From a sinner to being saved. And that's basically what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Um, another thing uh, that, I, that I'd like to work on is making the Peace Program uh, episodes a little bit shorter. I want to focus on making them a little bit shorter because uh, not only were they a little bit too long, I don't want you guys to get distracted. I mean, you guys, uh, I understand you guys have a lot of uh, other things to pay attention to in life. I mean, on the internet as well, on YouTube, you guys on YouTube have more content to contend with. So you ain't got time to be listening to, P to me. Or, or anything like that. So I want to make these uh, uh, these episodes a little bit shorter. Anyway, uh, that's basically what I wanted to talk to you guys uh, today about uh, about the power of belief and the power about the uh, about the uh, doctor that uh, healed with love. I hope you guys found that story a little bit interesting because in the next episode of the Peace Program, I'm going to show you what he actually was doing. That cured that uh, that uh, that basically cured the patients in that mental institution and basically cleared the energies of that location. Because remember, you got to remember, I told you in the beginning, the walls on this place. I mean, the energy of this place was so dark that the walls were chipping. the The paint from the walls was chipping. They would send maintenance uh, to paint the walls every once in a while, but the walls would the the paint was uh, the paint would chip away. And nobody understood why. And now that this doctor comes in and starts doing what he was doing, everything was clear. Everything was better. The patients were going home. Uh, so basically, uh, according to the, to the uh, finale of the story, um, uh, the, they, the, they asked the doctor uh, if all the patients were uh, released. And he said that basically there was... Uh, according to him, there were two patients that could not be released, that, that, that did not get well. So basically, all the patients but two patients got well. And he worked there for three years, and on his third year, he basically left that place. And I mean, he left the place, and they were going to give him a going-away party and everything. And uh, he basically just left. He, he just... He, he really didn't need the going away party. So all the presents that they gave him, they basically sent, uh, they sent, him, uh, they sent him over to him, basically. So that's uh, the, the story that I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Because I want to uh, uh, give you guys a little bit of a, uh, of a teaser as to how I'm going to continue the Peace Program episodes from now on. On Season 2 of the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you.
okay so anyway guys uh i i thank you very much for joining me thank you guys on youtube there thank you guys on the podcast for listening to me i hope you appreciated and and uh and understood the uh the the story the, the preface of the story and i hope you understand the preface of uh of the story of jesus christ between the two thieves that were on the cross with him I hope you understand that process as well because it goes in line with the process that I'm about to teach, that I'm about to start teaching you guys uh, on the next episode of the Peace Program. Okay? So, anyway, guys, uh, it was a pleasure talking to you guys again. It's a pleasure coming back on the Peace Program on season two, on the season premiere of season two of the Peace Program, the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for joining me. Y'all have a good evening. Y'all have a good night. And as always, as I used to say in the last episodes of the Peace Program on season one, uh, never ever take your lives for granted and as my uh, beautiful cousin who recently passed away used to always say be blessed thank you very much for joining me y'all have a good evening bye-bye thank you very much for tuning in to the peace program the podcast that brings the best part of you out of you all the information we discussed here today can also be found on my personal blog post at www.peaceprogram.info. That's www.peaceprogram.info. For questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions about anything you've heard here on the podcast here today, you can reach out to me at theprofitofpeace at gmail.com. That's theprofitofpeace at gmail.com. Thank you once again for tuning in. We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace be with you. All my peace. The peace that is I. The peace that is I am. The peace for always, now, and forever, and forevermore. My peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. Not the world's peace, but only my peace, the peace of I. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I forgive myself.